Hello, Razorback Nation, and welcome back to the Razorback Nation podcast. I'm your host, Gage McGee, and I know you guys are having a great day because the Hogs have stomped the horns in a blowout in Fayetteville. 40 to 21 Hogs. Look at that. Woo pig. Horns down, baby. Um, I'm so proud of these boys. I mean, it was such a great environment there. So great to have this rivalry renewed. Like, it, we stormed the field. We had so much fun. And uh, this is going to go down in history. Um, so, first off, um, we're going to have a couple segments of today's show. First, I'm going to go over keys to the game um, on our offense and our defense. Then I'm going to go, I might look into next week, um, Georgia Southern. So we play next week. They don't look too bad. And then um, I'm going to have a special guest, um, Razorback Recap, um, at Razorback Recap on Instagram. We are going to go over the rest of the schedule for the Hogs and actually make some new predictions based on this Texas game. Because I think this is, Texas game was groundbreaking to see this Arkansas squad grow a run game. So... We'll have that too, and that will be um, today's show. So let's start off and get into the keys to the game. Um, we had a great game against Texas. I mean, they were ranked 15 going in. And actually, I forgot to mention, this morning your Arkansas Razorbacks are ranked number 20 in the AP poll and number 24 in the coaches poll, if I am I am not mistaken. Actually, that is a fact. Stamp it down. Your Hogs are finally ranked number 20 today. Um, that's great to see uh, we're ranked now. And, I mean, this is a start to something amazing for Arkansas. We knew there was this blue-collar team that can do this. So let's go to the keys of the game for offense. I'm sorry I got off track. I forgot to mention that's actually really important for these Hogs. So... On the run game for um, the run game for us against Texas was amazing. I mean, we seemed like we always were just piling through and getting some good yardage. I mean, we were our our um, rushers were averaging like seven six five um, yards a carry. Um, our top rusher was actually Traylon Smith, which is our starting running back. So that's not a surprise. He had 75 yards in a touchdown and he dove over. I remember seeing it. He dove over the goal line for that touchdown. Yeah. So he had that for us. Um, KJ actually was, um, our second leading rusher with 73 yards. He did not get a touchdown, a rushing touchdown, but he had some rushes that broke through and 73 yards in the game's good for KJ at our QB, um, spot. AJ Green, the um, rookie out of Texas, a track star. Uh, he had 67 yards and a tutty um, on this game. This is great to see from A.J. Green because I wasn't really sure about if he was ready to play at this level yet. And I think this kind of told me that, yeah, he, he's he's ready for the heat. Um, Rocket Sanders had 50 yards and a touchdown. He uh, he um, he surprised me. He's wearing that number five, just like D-Mac, we all know. Um, but he went out there, and, I mean, we've seen glimpses of it in, in uh, last week's game, but he showed us what he was made of, and he even got a touchdown out there. I remember he got hit, and he was running through there, and he, he just looked like a dog out there. I mean, yeah. Um, and then we had Dominic Johnson at 44 yards. Like, you can see how evening, how even these uh, yards are spread out against us. It seemed like we just were the better team overall, and we spreaded the ball across the field and played great. I mean, these yardage differences aren't bad. We had so many good rushers. Dominique Johnson was like a bulldog at the goal line for us. He uh, he ran in a touchdown. So we have touchdowns going around for everyone. Everyone's eating. 
um, in this run game that destroyed Texas. I mean, Dominic Johnson had 44 yards and a touchdown. Just think about all those different, like, and all together we had 333 rushing yards. They all combined together. There was a couple other rushers down there, and we they just got it done. Um, we did really good on finding holes on our runs. We were finding holes. I'm pretty sure Coach Pittman talked about it after the game. Uh, we were finding holes and getting in them, but that was only because the linemen were uh, were really blocking really great. Uh, props to the linemen for opening lines, uh, opening lanes for these uh, runners because, I mean, I feel like they're not uh, appreciated enough. This lineman is great. Um, you know, I, I was a lineman back in the day. <laughs> um, so... Um, Another thing that we did good on, we ran vertical and aggressive. It seemed like always when I was watching us a run play, we would sometimes we'd sweep it out there, sometimes we played in, but we'd got up vertical quickly and and they they always looked quick and uh, aggressive, like they weren't gonna back down. We didn't really we didn't even play shifty really. We just played hard. Um, so short passes, um, short passes for us were great. We had a, like a one maybe two long passes that broke i remember we for sure had one i remember it um but i felt like kj was doing good on just getting those short passes out there for short yardage Traylon burks was like um our main target for most of these short passes but we just ran some uh some underneath routes curls and even some screen passes and got nice short yardage medium yardage that really just kept us on schedule with our timing um next up uh, we can talk about um, KJ. KJ Jefferson, I mean, he's the guy. I was telling everyone, he's the guy. Um, KJ is definitely the guy. I feel like he showed us this week some maturity because people were questioning him last week saying he didn't have a good performance. I beg to differ that his performance was pretty nice, but I, I can I can agree that there was some um, concern in his performance last week. But this week he stepped it up completely. He threw 14 for 19. You see, we didn't give him any passes, but he executed on the ones he did. And he did throw an interception, uh, a safety played up from Texas, and uh, tipped it up and grabbed it. And, uh, yeah, th that was the interception he gave up. But, yeah, um... I feel like he showed a good poise and stayed on timing. He also had those um, yardage runs on the runs. So, yeah, I feel like he did really good. Um, another thing on getting points up on the board, um, field goals. Cameron Little really did help. Um, he really helped got some points early and throughout the game. He hit some good uh, field goals for us and I feel like he's kind of showed that he's going to be our kicker and I mean this is what, is what was expected from him from uh, the beginning and he really showed how good he actually is um other than that special teams as a whole was really good and then we're about to go on the defense but I want to talk about special teams for a second uh last week I did say that coach Fountain it's his job he should get this under control I feel like this week he definitely did it um our defensive special teams did great and then our offensive special teams did great so I mean we got a turnover off one so I mean like I feel like uh, coach Fountain stepped up and I mean I'm proud of him and I'm proud of the, these uh dudes for being out there and doing it so um do what they need to do but that being said our defense our defense um they were outstanding i mean we gave up a couple touchdowns excuse me we gave up a couple touchdowns and i mean that was expected they're a good team and uh we were getting tired throughout the stretch and uh so i feel like 
we weren't all there, so it didn't really matter. I feel like we played better than even what the score said, and the score said pretty well. So uh, Hayden Henry on defense, who I want to talk about first, he had 15 tackles, and um, I feel like everywhere I looked, he was running around the field, tackling, getting a tackle in, and that's great to see from him. I feel like he was definitely probably our main contributor that night other than maybe Grant Morgan. Grant Morgan, he uh, came back after that targeting last week, uh, unfortunately, and he actually got 13 tackles and he got an assisted sack. So that was a great performance by Grant Morgan. He's our captain. He's a senior. He's he, he's the dude, you know, and I feel like he's going to do good leading this uh this defense going through with Barry Odom. Um, Bumper Pool. Bumper Pool is another honorable mention because, you know, he had the targeting and he missed half of the game. Yes, you heard me. Half the game. This man missed half the game and still put up 10 tackles and was our third best, um, most, had third most tackles on the team. So that's crazy to see. Uh, Bumper Pool and Grant Morgan are like, and Hayden Henry. We have just a great linebacker group. That's what we did good. We, um, we had our uh, linebackers um, just kind of lead the charge and get the tackles that they needed to get. And that's kind of how we stopped this Texas team. Um, some other ways we stopped the Texas team was actually uh, good adjustments and coverage. Um, Jalen Catalan, uh, we, I saw him like 24-7 out there, um, you know, tapping his head, screaming and all that. He was definitely doing some good communication. And he was changing coverages often and not letting receivers get open deep because they I saw when he was doing that communicating they were changing coverages. It looked like it was working. I mean, there was a few pa uh, open receivers downfield with those missed passes by Texas. I remember, but those ones didn't matter and we got off on them. But overall, it seemed like we, we kept them from having any deep plays run through. Um, another thing we did good was dominating the line of scrimmage. Everywhere you saw, them Razorbacks were getting on that line of scrimmage, dominating it on defense, and just hitting and playing like a beast. Linebackers stormed to the ball. We had a good pass rush, and we had good run defense on the line. We brought pressure to Hudson uh, Card, their QB. We brought a lot of pressure to him. We forced him to some mistakes and some bad situations. So that's another thing we did. Um, we didn't let Bajon Robinson cut loose. Um, that's a good thing we did because Texas with Bajon Robinson, he's uh he's a he's a very good player and a very good running back. And our defensive line and our uh, linebackers really did not let him cut loose on any big giant runs. He had some decent yards today and a touchdown, but. We, we didn't let him cut loose. We didn't let him, you know, show himself as a big presence. Um, that's all I have for the defense. And so overall, this team showed us some really good things in this game. There was a few mistakes. I'm not even going to lie. Our uh, third down efficiency still seems a little off. And um, we, just, we, um, we just have a few mistakes. But nothing big. And I feel like... It's good to learn. This ain't really a game to learn off of, actually. This game is just kind of just take the experience in as a whole and take some pride in it, you know? Take pride because we're proud of them. Uh, they need to be proud of themselves for beating this Texas team. They got ranked. They're ranked now. So that's big. Um, Sam Pittman's going to be 
happy out like so good going forward but they they can't be they can't let off the brake off the gas and step on the brakes just because they won this game they gotta keep being hungry for these wins and keep going in there um props to Kendall Browse, props to Sam Pittman props to Barry Odom they had their uh their technique down I mean Texas it's it's tough to be you, man. I hate I, everyone's hating on you right now, and I mean that's how it is when you come into Arkansas thinking you're gonna beat us. <laughs> so yeah, uh, go home, horns down, baby. Uh, that's the end of that section. Going over the keys of the game. Um, next week against Georgia Southern doesn't look like too much. I feel like off this momentum, we should just hopefully roll through them. Maybe Malik's Hornsby can even get some minutes. Who knows? Um, hopefully it, we don't just die after this game and Razorbacks disappoint us, uh, disappoint us. I doubt that will happen. So I'm really looking forward to next week, another uh, good game here at home. So I feel like it's going to be great. Um, that's all I have for this section. The next section we're going to be going into is um, the schedule outlook for this season. Okay? Okay. Now me and my special guest, Razorback Recap. We'll go over the rest of the schedule, make some predictions, and mention some keys for the Hogs for the rest of the year as their schedule doesn't get any easier. Are you there? Yes, sir. I'm here. Thanks for having me. All right. No problem. So we're going to get right into this. Um, yesterday we got a good win, obviously. But next week uh, we start fresh and we go against Georgia Southern. I don't want to spend too much time on next week because I think – off of our momentum from Texas, we had a good home crowd next week because they're going to be so hyped from this week, obviously, that they're not really going to be a threat. I looked at their other games, and they didn't look too strong, but I feel like that's going to be an easy win. What do you have to say about it? I agree with that. Uh, so the momentum we have from the Texas game, we're definitely going to be carrying that in next week. And – this is also a huge game for us with us being ranked for the first time since 2016. So my score prediction is 56-17 Arkansas. 86-17, that's a, that's a big prediction. Yeah, I feel like we are definitely going to – next week's just going to be kind of like a celebration off of um, finishing the Texas game. I feel like after the Texas game, we're just kind of – we're just going to take it easy next week. So – I feel like Malik Hornsby is going to get some minutes, and I feel like we're going to win probably around in the 40s, and they're probably not. We're probably going to keep them pretty low. And um, so after that, in week four, we got A and M, and that's going to be obviously our first big challenge because I mean, ranked A and M, even though <laughs> we will be ranked, and I'm actually happy about that. I just saw that earlier, and I was like, wow. That's great. So, um, A&M, I feel like we're going to have good momentum again because Georgia Southern, we're going to get the win. And A&M, um, their defense so far has been amazing. And I feel like they're going to have an amazing defense against us. So we're going to have to make some plays, and we're not going to be able to run right over them like we did Texas. Um, their defense. Our defense, actually, is going to be on their heels, too, because A&M, even though this week they didn't score much, last week they scored some, so I know they can score. And our defense is going to have to keep us in this game because our offense can't. Um, it's going to be a big game that our defense has to 
kind of just step up. Grant Morgan and Bumper Pool, hopefully they don't get injured or they don't get any more targeting calls before this game because we're going to need them this game. What do you think about the A&M game? Uh, I mean, I agree with that, but uh, the past couple years, we haven't been able to get over the hump against Texas A&M. So that being said, I have A&M beating us 35-28. Yeah, I, I also have this down as a loss. I don't really got a score because A&M's been so crazy so far, and I don't know how we're going to perform against such a good defense. But I do think we're going to lose. We haven't been good against them. But I do feel like it's going to be a better A&M game than past because Arkansas is looking better than they've been in a while. Um, after that, we got Georgia, week five, Georgia. Um, Georgia, obviously, probably the best defense, college football, arguably. They're going to be another tough team to play. It's kind of scary having such two such good games right after each other because I feel like if it start, we start bleeding on Texas A&M, then Georgia was going to be pouring blood because, I mean, we're going to be beat up after A&M, and then Georgia's just such a tough game. Um, I honestly don't think our offense can keep up with theirs. Um, I have this down as another loss because Georgia could very well be ranked first, depending on how Alabama does. I doubt they will. But this we're talking about one of the best teams in probably college football this year, and they, they've been improving every year, and props to them, honestly. Um, what do you think about the Georgia game? So I have Arkansas uh, losing this game. Uh, we're pro- they're probably going to be the number two team in the country, and like you said, they have the best defense in college football right now. Uh, Stetson Bennett, he had to come in for JT Daniels uh, against UAB, and he did really good. He had like five passing touchdowns. He had more passing touchdowns than incompletions, so I have uh, Georgia blowing us out in this game. Yeah, it's going to be a tough game. Um, After that, we have Ole Miss. And uh, Ole Miss, last year we did really good against them. Obviously, we beat them by a bunch. And I have this as a toss-up game that I honestly hope we can win because, um, you know, they got Matt Corral. But I feel like they try to overplay it for how good they are, and that's really going to hurt them. If we have the confidence from last year's game, like Hudson Clark went off, and we had a bunch of intercepts. How many did we have? Like six on them. Oh, uh, we had six. Yes, six here in this game. Uh, I feel like if we can just um, kind of play with that same mentality and remember, because we have a lot of our starters back, so they remember that game. And if we just play like we did in that game, we and we shake up Matt Corral early and don't let him get you know confident in himself, then I feel like we can beat him. But um, another thing going, you have to think, um, the two games before this was A&M and Georgia. So we could have guys out. We could be shook up. So um, if Ole Miss does take advantage of that, they could very well beat us. And we got to take advantage of their poor defense because we all know Ole Miss's defense ain't the best thing in the world. And if we can just kind of capitalize on their defensive mistakes and our defense plays at a high level, then I feel like we could sneak a win in here. And, yeah, that's pretty much all I got on Ole Miss. What about you? I can see us beating Ole Miss, like you said, the six interceptions last year and our defense stepping up. But uh, I have us losing 38-28 with Matt Corral going off this game. Uh, Like you said, the 
Georgia and A&M game, we most likely will have injuries coming out of that game. And it might be some of our key players. So it's going to be hard for us to – I mean, we have uh, depth on our team. Don't get me wrong, that's, but it's going to be hard. We're, it's going to be hard uh, to, like, have a good week of practice if we have most of our key players out with injuries. Yeah, you got you, you got a point there. Um, another thing about the Ole Miss game, I feel like Matt Corral is kind of – he's a different now. I feel like he's definitely evolved since that game, and I feel like he ain't going to let himself make that mistake again. Uh, do you have any words on that? I can, I can agree with that. Lane Kiffin has uh, worked with him on the offseason, really, and he's really improved uh, over the offseason and the uh, course of the first couple games. Yeah. Okay, after that, in week seven, we have Auburn. And um, Auburn, I feel like Auburn ain't the same as they were. Auburn looks tough this year, but they haven't had any tough competition. So uh, this could definitely be – uh, like a hoax and like next week and weeks after that we can definitely see like the true colors of this Auburn team it just takes us getting the right matchups to see it um we'll have to score as much as possible and take advantage on offense because right now their defense is looking like they're gonna be out for blood I have no idea if their defense can keep up this in the SEC they're obviously not gonna be as well but um we're going to have to play phenomenal defense, attack Bo Nix and ta- attack his running backs because they're looking to get yards and just keep piling them up. That seems like that's kind of been their style since the end of last year and the beginning of this – well, really all last year, especially the end and beginning of this year. Um, if we remember Auburn as the game that we got robbed out of last year, and we won it. I mean, we were hungry for it because of, um, obviously, Chad Morris working there, but now he's not there. So, I mean, as long as we come with the same dog attitude and aggression and bring bodies to the line like we did during this Texas game, I feel like if we play Auburn like we play this te- played this Texas game, we can definitely throw it in a W. But right now, I think that if Auburn stays at the same pace they're at, that – we're going to take an uh, L in this week. What do you think? Uh, so I have Arkansas winning this uh, this game. Nice. Uh, following the game from last year with, obviously, the missed fumble call. And the, that leading to the game-winning field goal for uh, Auburn. We're going to be out for blood and uh, revenge against this since all the refs just decided to screw us out of that game last year. We were – we did do good the second half of that game, and our defense did really step up, and Felipe did good, but with KJ this year, uh, I believe that we will do better than last year. Yeah, Auburn was definitely one I had where I was like, it just depends on how Auburn goes throughout the week, throughout the, these weeks up coming to it, and yeah, that's actually interesting seeing that you have a win. Um, I feel like that would be a great win for the Razorbacks. Um, week eight, we have UAPB. Um, if we play this game, when we play this game, um, I really hope that it's just a feel-good game where we can – It's I don't know why they gave it to us right before bye week. I feel like that's kind of screwing us over, but, I mean, what's new? And I feel like um, hopefully it's a game where we can just take the win and – 
just kind of maybe give some minutes to some guys and heal up after the Auburn game because the Auburn game is definitely going to be a dogfight if we do want to play at a high level with them. So I feel like UAPBs is going to be our time to, um, you know, relax, step off the gas, and then really reflect on these next upcoming weeks. That's what UAPB be and uh, the bye week, I think, is going to be for us. What do you think? I have Arkansas blowing UAPB out of the water. I have us winning 63-7. The Razorbacks are going to roll into Little Rock and put on a show for the fans uh, while they roll over the gold mines and I I personally believe that we can expect to see the use of multiple QBs uh, throughout the game. Yeah, it'd be so interesting to see Malik Hornsby get in there and get some minutes and even um, who else can we have? We could get John David White or John Stephen Jones in there. We could get anyone we want up in there during that game. I feel like that's just going to be our time to, you know, get our game at War Memorial and take a, you know, a good dub. Um, And so that was interesting to hear. Thank you for that. Um, Week 10, week 10, going to week 10 because week 9s are by. Week 10, we have Mississippi State. And Mississippi State, I mean, we, it's just not been looking good for them for a while. Um, They look pretty weak this year. I mean, we need to punch them in the mouth early and um, Barry Odom's going to have to run a good defense because Mississippi State can still score the ball like an SEC team. So, I mean, we Arkansas is obviously not the best scoring team, and I feel like Mississippi State is kind of around our level when it comes to scoring. And I say I think we just don't need to give any mis, uh, any hope to Mississippi State, and I feel like um, if we take advantage of getting ahead early like we need to, I feel like this can be a good win for us going into the, you know, later weeks of the schedule. Uh, what do you think about this game? Uh, I have Arkansas winning 21-7. to uh, I believe that we're going to run the ball down their throats like we did against Texas. And then our defense is going to step up and play a big part in this W like they did last year. I uh, expect to see Greg Brooks ball out since he was a former Mississippi State commit. Uh, he has he has a lot on the line, really. If you know, uh, if you get what I'm trying to say, like he yeah, has, he he yeah, has it's just like it basically kind of verifies his decision and coming to Arkansas. So I feel like that's what a lot of um, these players coming to Arkansas really got to do. They just got to play hard because I mean they chose Arkansas, and I mean there's obviously the the SECs to come with it, so there's some benefits to it, but there's also, you know, some downsides to going to Arkansas for a little bit. But I feel like Arkansas is an upcoming program, and we're going to turn that around soon, especially with NIL. I feel like that's going to bring in a bunch for us. So, yeah, I felt like Mississippi State would be a win, too. Their defense ain't all that special. And, yeah, you made a good point about the running game because this Texas um, this Texas game really got to show all of us um, how good Razorbacks can really be on the run if they just stay consistent. Um, after that, we have week 11, we have LSU. Um, I feel like LSU is a decent squad, but, um, you know, for their standards, for how high they usually like to play and compete, I feel like this is a good year for us to sneak in and get that boot. Um, I feel like if we do compete with them, LSU could just turn on the burners and absolutely prove everyone wrong. But 
if this is another weak year for LSU, I feel like we we it'll be a grudge match, and it won't be an easy win for the Hogs by any standards. I feel like um, if we don't let their defense get on a roll and we work out an offensive scheme that works good against them and we run it and we run the clock, if we run the ball and that works and that's what we end up going with and we run that clock, I feel like once we get ahead, running that clock is going to be key to winning this game. But I do have Arkansas winning and I do think we can win this game. Uh, What about you? I have Arkansas winning this game, 21-17. Uh, main reason this, uh, for this is we're going down to Death Valley for this game, and it's going to be a rough environment for the Arkansas players down there. The crowd's going to be into the game, and uh, their crowd's going to play a big part in this game, and I believe that we're going to sneak, a, sneak out of this game with a W going into the uh, Week 12 against Bama. Yeah, you had, you had a great great point i mean a lot of these players aren't even used to playing with these crowds because of i mean arkansas got a good taste of it with texas and texas got a good taste of it obviously but i mean Mm -hmm. it's going to be a whole different environment there that is a very good point and um yeah speaking of week 12 versus alabama (laughs) um i feel like that's just going to be another time to either it might be dangerous to put in our backups but i feel like that's just going to be a time for us Maybe to even just see how we are against elite competition, and then that will kind of give Sam Pittman maybe a uh, you know like a prediction and inference of like how long it's going to take and where he's at with the program. Because I mean it's going into the end of this of the second year of Pittman, so this game's going to be just kind of just to see where we're at right now, and kind of I feel like all of our mistakes are going to be kind of heightened at a bigger level because of obviously such a good opponent, and they're going to take advantage of those mistakes. So I feel like this is going to be a game to definitely learn from. I obviously have to have a loss, and I feel like we need to be cautious with our injuries on this game and maybe keep our starters out some because we are looking forward to that Week 13 game against Mizzou. What about you? I agree with that. Uh, Alabama, they're not as strong as they have been in the past couple of years, but they still are a really good football team. And we have to go to Alabama for this game since they played at Fayetteville last year. And Alabama, they're going to roll past us, and I have them winning this game 56-17. Uh, yeah, I, I just hope our um, we can have a better performance than last year against them, maybe just to show some progress. Um, yeah, so after that, we have our uh, final game of the regular season, which is um, Mizzou. And I feel like if um, – I don't know. Mizzou is always a just a crazy game. We end up usually losing, you know. Well, not usually. <laughs> we end up losing, and, I mean, it's not a good look. But um, they're very weak this year, obviously. They just lost to Kentucky, which do look pretty um, surprising this year, to say the least. But I feel like Mizzou, that just shows the the weakness of Mizzou. And I feel like we should be able to finally get our first win in this rivalry. And I feel like this is never really going to be, like, seen as a big rivalry. Uh, But maybe we can make it that since we won. So I feel like this is another team that I feel like we get our last win here in Week 13 of the regular season, and then we go home happy. What about you? Uh, I mean, this is going to be a big game for, obviously, Barry Odom and the defensive players, not just the coaching staff and players as a whole. 
since Arkansas hasn't been over, uh, hasn't been able to get over the hump against uh, Missouri in the past couple of years, with us losing fifty to forty-eight last year off of a off of a good performance by KJ, we just really couldn't get over the hump in that game. And I have Arkansas winning this thirty-five twenty-eight. Yeah. Okay. So it's nice to see that you had Arkansas winning that. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be a tough game, and I do think that. Um, Barry Odom's going to have to kind of man up and kind of just um, play hard because I feel like our offenses are going to definitely be attacking each other all night. So my worst-case scenario for this whole year in general is a 5-7 and seven record, and then um, my best case is a 7-5 and five record because I feel like we can turn around some of these games. Some of these games are definitely just seem out of reach, but a lot of these seem like they're such big toss-ups that, like, it's kind of scary in a sense, but it's kind of it's relieving for sure because um, a couple of years ago these games would have definitely been just unimaginable to win. Um, do you have anything to say about the overall schedule? Uh, my worst case scenario for Arkansas, I have us going six and six, and best case scenario, we go eight and four. Yeah, that's great. Um, that's about all I have on the season. I just hope that we can just have a great season and build off this win. And, I mean, just remember, horns down. And I'm glad that see that we can all, you know, unite in such a, like, bad time because COVID. And we kind of all just, you know, like, vibed and had a good time. And it's great to see that. And I hope we can carry this momentum throughout the rest of the season. And I think that's going to wrap up this portion of the podcast. Thank you for being on here, Razorback Recap. And I'm looking forward to seeing you you soon. We might have another collaboration. Um, Have a wonderful day, man. Yeah, thank you. You too, bud. Anything to sign off on? Uh, Not really. Woo Pigs, who in Hornstown, baby? Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. And with that section under wrap, I feel like that's all we have for today's podcast on Razorback Nation podcast. I hope you all uh, have an amazing day. And remember, tuck Fexus, horns down, baby. Uh, Have a great day, and I'm looking forward to seeing you here next week.